Rolling into battle as night falls, Ukraine's army attacking in the east around Bakhmut. For the Ukrainians, this is an extremely important, but also very complicated and potentially very dangerous mission. And we're going to be located very close to where the Russians are. We're with a frontline drone unit called Code 9.2. Their drone, the Ukrainian-made Vampire, the crew attaching the bombs as artillery whistles over our heads. The Vampire is fully night vision capable and plays a soundtrack showing it means business. The team leader's call sign is GRU, and he confirms because Ukraine doesn't have a modern air force, tonight they are the air force. The drones see in the night like in daylight, he says. We see the infantry, we hit the vehicles, cannons, everything we need to destroy. Groove also says Russians from the Wagner private military company have returned to the battlefield around Bakhmut. Yes, there is Wagner here too. They swiftly changed their commanders and have returned here, he says. We're breaking through their line of defense and hitting them well. As the drone takes off, the battle is already well underway. The Ukrainians using Western extended-range artillery shells and cluster munitions to attack Russian ground forces. Groove is already busy targeting the Russians. Oh, something's burning, he says. His unit also managing to take out a Russian main battle tank by dropping several bombs on it. The Ukrainian army now starting to push forward. Our photojournalist Dan Hodge films powerful explosions as armored vehicles advance in the moonlit night. We're now hearing a lot of fire, a lot of outgoing fire, a lot of incoming fire actually also as well as the Ukrainians are trying to move forward and they say they want to take a key road away from the Russians. But the Russians are fighting back, firing flares to unmask the Ukrainians' advance and hit Kiev's forces. Groove remains unfazed, hunting a Russian tactical vehicle before destroying it. The Code 9.2 drone team often hunts Russian armor here, recently even destroying a modern T-90 tank in a highly complex operation. After more than a half dozen missions, the drone returns a final time. But as we try to get away from the battlefield, a tire bursts on our Humvee. No time for a spare, we push on. We just witnessed an extremely tough battle between the Russians and the Ukrainians, both sides going at it for hours with very heavy weapons. And the area where we were, shells landed close to there on various occasions. Now we're heading back to base. Hobbled but rolling after a long night on one of Ukraine's most dangerous front line. Uh, General Hodges is with me, the retired lieutenant general and the former commander general of the U.S. Army Europe, along with the former CIA chief of Russia, Operation Steve Hall. General, let me just start with you because you just saw Fred's incredible reporting with that drone unit. The team leader there called Groove tells Fred that since Ukraine doesn't have a, an air force, uh, a modern one at this point, that they are the Air Force. I and mean, we've talked a lot about drones since day one here, but can they win the war at this point with this Air Force? 
Well, I have to say I was impressed with Fred's uh, reporting there. I mean, he he could smell it and, and feel it. Um, yes. uh, really well done. Um, of course, there is no one weapon that's going to win anything, but the Ukrainians are the most adaptive soldiers I've ever seen. They clearly have a level of tech savviness that is unsurpassed, I think, by anybody's army. Um, and they are achieving aerial effect by using the different types of drones, whether it's for reconnaissance or to drop weapons. It, it's impressive the way they have adapted. So, Steve, now I want to show that video again. The commander of the Black Sea Fleet, uh, Admiral Viktor Sokolov, participating, they say, in a defense minister, uh, meeting with the defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, today. I mean, you know, we, this is put out as that's what it is, so I can't give you more, more than that. Uh, it's a day after Ukraine says Sokolov was killed in the strike. Now, Ukraine says it's still uh, checking, but, you know, when you see, so, you know, that opens the door. But when you see the video, Sokolov's leaning back on a pillow. He appears for a couple seconds, doesn't say anything. What, do you trust this? What do you think this is? Yeah, you know, Aaron, whenever the Russians come out with something like this, you can never trust it. And it's largely just because of their track record. They're so good, especially on the video side of things in terms of doing these deep fakes, you know, and all sorts of other techniques that they've really developed over years of doing cyber attacks. So, you know, you start from the perspective of, okay, if the, if the Kremlin says something, that's good reason right there to doubt it. Um, but then when they start saying things like, no, 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 this very important general was was not killed. <laughs> and then they've got him, I don't know, he looks a little propped up on pillows to me, but, you know, that that's just me. The, the real important thing here is, is that they managed a pretty successful attack, apparently, uh, you know, the headquarters of the Russian Navy on the Black Sea. So regardless of who was killed, and the, and the reporting is roughly 30 officers, that's a significant event in and of itself. Right. I mean, I, I, they did say 33 officers. And I mean, it is so odd. I mean, it's propped up on pillows. I mean, the, there is something quite bizarre about the whole thing. General Hodges, does it matter whether Ukraine actually got Sokolov in the strike? Uh, getting Sokolov does not matter. But exactly what Steve just said, getting the 30 or so officers around him, that will have a much more significant and long-term effect on the ability of the Black Sea Fleet headquarters to to operate. And, you know, in Iraq, we killed the Emir of Mosul, I think, probably six or seven times. They keep replacing him. But if you can get hmm. all the people around him, that really ha has an effect. And it also shows the sophistication of how the Ukrainians knew to hit that building. Um, there's so much going on here, um, part of this multidimensional approach by the Ukrainians. All right. Thank you very much, Steve Hall, former CIA chief in Moscow, and General Ben Hodges. Thank you.